I'm Priscilla McKinney, host of Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. So today in the studio with me is Ashley LeBlanc, my hello, hello. my trusty uh, podcast partner. and I, I'm kind of like your sidekick. I know. Days. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I'm Superman, you're Robin? Something like that. Okay. <laughs> you can find us uh, fighting crime on the streets That's when right. we're not uh, in the podcast studio. Right. And believe me, when it comes to social media, there are a lot of crimes being committed. Oh, no. <laughs> the list goes on and on. Well, we were going to chat today about messenger marketing, chat bots, social, things like that. And honestly, we get so many questions about it that Ashley and I thought, wait a minute, before we have this long, you know, conversation and really in chit chat about it, let's turn on the podcast mic because Mm -hmm. so many people have a lot of pressing questions about this subject and from a lot of different angles. So I'm going to start by just kind of bringing us into why this is important to talk about. Mm. And then, Ashley, I'm just going to grill you. How's that? Sounds good. (laughs) Hopefully hopefully I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I do hope that. (laughs) Um, I think all of our clients know you do know what we're talking about. But you get these questions all the time. They're very tactical. um, But they're seated in bigger questions are ideal client is facing, Mm. like, what's going on out in social? How do I keep current? You know, are we behind the curve? Or what is a hashtag? (laughs) 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 Or or, more pertinent to this podcast, what is a chatbot? So so we're going to talk about that a little bit. But just to kind of set the stage, given that the average person spends about two hours a day at least on social media, This is an important topic, Mm. especially if we focus that lens a little bit more and we look at younger generations. That number is far beyond five hours a day. That is mind blowing. It really is. And so when I say that our clients are worried about it, they should be worried about Mm. it. Now, if they employ us, they shouldn't worry about it anymore. Right. right. (laughs) But um, if you work at a desk and you're constantly using email, you might check your email regularly throughout the day. And in fact, brain science shows us how we need that hit. Mm -hmm. We need that dopamine. We need to press refresh. We need to check our email. My gosh, if you are not, you know, awake and alive to your dramatic need to press that refresh button, then you are... I'm guilty. I'm so guilty. (laughs) Yeah, because and that's just how the brain works. But we're checking our inbox throughout the day. But outside of work, we're checking email. But how often are we really checking that personal email or cleaning our inbox? That's That's the one that gets up into, like, the thousands sometimes. Yeah. Like, unread because it's mixed. Sure, you may have, like, a a personal email in there. But in reality, that's where all the spam goes. Right, right. That's where where emails go to die. Yeah, that's like you gave your email out when someone was like, I'll give you 10% off Mm -hmm. now. And then you never unsubscribed. And now it's just filled with hundreds and yeah. hundreds. And because we're not paid to live our life, we're only paid to do our job. Right. <laughs> Sometimes right. that's the place where we don't really start sorting things out mm. and really catch up. But that's where brands are trying to catch us. And actually, yeah. in a recent podcast episode, uh, Bird on the Street, we actually interviewed people on the street mm. about mm-hmm. email usage. And, it, it, you know, without proving a point, it was just really to try and 
just open, open-ended ask people. Yeah. How do they check their email? What's different from work versus personal, et cetera? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll put this in the link in the show notes. Yeah. If you're interested in hearing that bird on the street episode, you can. But with people not checking their email, how can businesses reach them? And so the obvious answer is social. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have notifications turned on and people are spending a good portion of the day on social anyway. And that includes work time, personal time, yeah. kid time at the baseball field time, uh, in between meetings, sadly, um, they're checking it as they're driving. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, so. it's just become so ingrained in our day-to-day culture. It's one of those things that if you don't have social as a part of your marketing strategy, that's scary. Ooh, that should be we... a big part because like we just mentioned, people aren't checking email as often mm-hmm. or um, the traditional advertising techniques that were used even five years ago, are so different than what needs to be used today because social media has become such a big part of our daily lives. Right. It's a big part of our daily lives. But you can also not walk in and just like, okay, so basically I'm going to post. So that's the right. that's the error a lot of people make is they're like, oh, okay, now we know we should be on this channel. Mm-hmm. And then they post and post and post, which is just broadcasting. Right. And broadcasting also does not work any longer. Right. And we see that oh, time and time again. Uh, we come back to it a lot of times but mm-hmm. because we say if you really knew your persona, you wouldn't broadcast anymore right. because, you know, are you in service of helping, truly mm-hmm. helping your ideal client persona? If you were, you would not broadcast. So let's – we put that caveat and you can listen to all kinds of things sure. and all kinds of blogs and all kinds of podcasts we've done about personas. But let's move on specifically about messenger marketing mm-hmm. and really what is happening right now with chatbots and the like and what is making social engaging. Before we get too far, let's talk about this show's sponsor. Whether you're a master of the trade or new to the content marketing game, we've got a giveaway going this month that you need to enter. We're calling it the Ultimate Content Marketing Giveaway. We've partnered with some of our favorite authors, thought leaders, and brands to compile a gift set valued over $250. From helpful resources to unique swag, the Ultimate Content Marketing Giveaway Package has everything you need to take your marketing strategy to the next level. The winner will receive five content marketing books, including Effective Sales Enablement by Pam Didner, Marketing Landmines by Karen Tibbles, Social Selling by Tim Hughes and Matt Reynolds, Brilliant Social Media by Adam Gray, and Content Chemistry by Andy Crestadina. You'll also receive awesome swag from Little Bird Marketing, AYTM, P2 Sample, Dinata, and more. This list just keeps growing, so stay tuned for new additions. Whatever you do, don't miss this giveaway. We hope you'll go to littlebirdmarketing.com slash content marketing giveaway to enter. Best of luck! So let's start at the very beginning, Ashley. I'm going to grill you a little okay, bit on this let's episode. Let's do it. I'm ready. So tell me, what? Um, tell our audience exactly, what is messenger marketing and what is a chatbot? Yeah. And if you're not familiar with those terms, don't necessarily feel bad <laughs> because they're, they're new. It really is a new thing. And messenger marketing is really when you start to leverage um, specifically Facebook Messenger, but really any messaging platform with social media, and you use that in terms of selling a product or a service. So with a chatbot, what this looks like is it's an automated process. Um, It totally looks like your brand is communicating with someone, which Mm -hmm. can be kind of creepy. But if it's Um, helpful, it's helpful. It is really awesome, and in the end of the day, it saves so much time because it's not a person person sitting behind a chat 
typing to hundreds of people. Right. You get to automate part of this process. Um, and you can do so much with chatbots, which we'll get into in a second. But really what we're looking at here is an automated process of getting your information directly to people, into into their messaging inbox instead of just throwing it out on, on the Facebook feed or um, in Twitter land hoping that the algorithm shows it to the right person. Right. Okay. That The hoping that the algorithm mm. shows it to the right person is not a successful marketing strategy. Right. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Um, and actually, our preferred platform, uh, ManyChat, we, it's just really easy to use, but they have some really interesting stats out there right now. They're actually saying in the next five to seven years that messenger marketing is going to capture about 80% of B2C communication. Well, okay, let's just back that up. That's, at first you think, oh, that's crazy. But it's not because consumers right. are demanding a more personalized mm-hmm. experience, a more immediate experience. It just that that is absolutely um, you know what all of the research is showing us. And people just won't tolerate totally generic messages and 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 apps or Facebook or ch- social channel, any kinds of those things that aren't actually interacting with them right. to deliver the questions, the yeah. answers to the questions they're asking. Right. So I don't think that's crazy. And I, I will point out, you did say 80% of all B2C mm-hmm. communication because right. it has not quite hit the B2B market Correct. in full force. But having said that, can you imagine if a B2B marketer got this laid out and got mm-hmm. onto the bandwagon sooner? Yeah. How how amazing that right. would be. So, you know, if, if in the next five to seven years, 80% of all B2C communication is going to be happening versus, you know, via messenger marketing of some kind, mm-hmm. then you need to be listening to that even if you say, oh, well, that doesn't apply to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we have 1.2 billion users on Facebook right now. So <laughs> if that isn't some sort of uh, note that we, that's the direction we need to be moving. Then, okay. Uh, as a side note, did you know that Mark Zuckerberg turned 35 this year? <laughs> 35. What? 35. Oh, no. I leave you with that. Okay. I have so, a lot I need to do. <laughs> I know, I know. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. Um, but doesn't that tell you, like, how quickly things change? We wow. can't even imagine a life without social channels in this function, yeah. in this fashion. Yeah. And so for those people who are slow adopters, mm. watch out. Yeah. Because I leave it again, Mark Zuckerberg is 35. Yeah, 35. <laughs> so, wow. you know, yeah. So, and I also want to kind of put a caveat to this before I grow you with another set of questions here. But <laughs> one other caveat is I truly believe that this is the era of the innovator and not the invention. Hmm. And so, it doesn't mean Mark Zuckerberg is 35. I better run out there and create another Facebook. Right. It means there's a lot of technology already out there. The innovation is what's going to matter right now. How can I use this technology in order to further my purposes? So it's not the pressure anymore, I think, about like, oh, you know, let me invent the next phone slash, (laughs) you know, food warmer upper. (laughs) There's not that, you know, and obviously there's, you know, uh, companies out there really working on 5G. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be, you know, actually inventing. When you're trying to move your company forward, just move the needle, make the next sale, have a very successful marketing strategy. You don't have to be feeling, what do I need to invent? You need to be thinking, how can I innovate with what has already been invented? Hmm, That's really good. So why is a chatbot useful. Tell us really about practical uses right. for it. So for me, the number one use for a chatbot, it's it's all about engagement. Um, I think we all know, and we've talked about on the podcasts and blogs, emails, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. 
the algorithm is changing on Facebook. And recently, actually, at the F, the big F8 summit that Facebook puts on every year, they reiterated this. They said, we are moving our whole structure for this social platform to be around community, to be around the people that you love. Um, and the way that you're going inter- to interact with them is going to be through groups. And you're going to start seeing less pages on Facebook. And at an individual level, that's really, really great. Um, but from a business platform, as of right now, um, when you post something onto your feed organically, I'm not talking about putting any money behind it. So not boosting something, not running an ad, just a regular post. Um, it is only being shown to 1% to 2% of people that like your page. People that like your page, 1% to 2%. So if an average business profile has a couple thousand followers or fans, that's not a lot of people. No, and I often have quoted Guy Kawasaki, a famous quote mm-hmm. that I love, that he says mm-hmm. that social media is God's gift to entrepreneurs. And for a long time, I think that was the gold standard because right. instead of having to pay big conglomerates in order to reach our audience – i.e. Mad Men era, you know, you got to spend 50 grand on this or you think about how many millions it costs for a Super Bowl ad. We used to have to pay for that intermediary. And then when social media came along, if we were clever and good and could broadcast, we could get directly to our our end user and our own fan base for no money. But that is not true anymore. No, it's really not. And people constantly come back to us and say, well, social media is free, but it's not working for me. Okay, so social media is broken. No, social is not broken. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're your strategy that you bring to social is broken. Yeah. <laughs> that is right. true. Okay. So increasing engagement. Um, so w- w- what specifically about that? Why, why is it so amazing in boosting how many people can see this? Via sure. Engagement? Yeah. Yeah. So you can always put money towards something, but right right now what we're talking about is that free, that organic um, boost that you see when you use a chat bot. So there's a couple of things that happen here. Like I mentioned, it does help engagement. So that means you're getting more comments likes and shares onto your post, which anytime someone interacts with your post, the likelihood of it showing to someone else goes up. So that one to two percentage keeps climbing with every person that interacts with your post. So that's great. Um, you can actually, uh, I a lot of people don't know this, but Facebook penalizes you anytime you put a link in your post. Um, which makes sense because they don't want you to leave their platform. So when mm-hmm. you're throwing a link in a post saying, hey, check out my website or, you know, check out this cool blog article, Facebook is going to um, ding you a little bit there because they don't want you to leave Facebook. Right. And I say to people all the time, can we quit being surprised? Facebook loves Facebook. Facebook. LinkedIn loves LinkedIn. You know, Twitter loves Twitter. These are companies, right. people. You, know, yeah. you cannot be surprised. No. And it, I also come back to my famous quote that I tell other people, everybody about is, you know, treat social like a cocktail party. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. do you want to go to a cocktail party where everybody is shouting at you, look at my side, look at my side? Yeah. Or, or do you want to bring someone into your party who's going to walk up to everybody and go, hey, do you want to come to my party? It's over next door and it's much better. Yeah. It's same thing. You know, right. nobody's going to, I'm not going to promote you mm-hmm. at my party if yeah. you're going to take everybody and go to another party. Right. So we have to just make common sense out of this. That is why links in posts get penalized. Now, we're not saying you shouldn't ever put them. We use them. And it's just you have to know that. You have to right. be aware of it going into it and, and make it a part of your strategy. So what? let's get really technical. When you say it removes a link from a post, mm-hmm. but someone says, but I want them to see the link. Right. So what happens with the chatbot? Yeah. So with a chatbot, um, and kind of going back to the last point too, um, you can set it so that it's triggered on a Facebook post by a comment. So that sounds kind of complicated, but I promise you it's not. Basically, you would put up a Facebook post and you would say, 
do you want, you, you know, whatever you're trying to put out there. If it's, um, I mean, you always want to be helpful, but if it's something, if it's gated content, say you have like a freemium or uh, really just anything, you're promoting an event, you're promoting a product, um, but you don't want to put that link there. You could tell about the product, kind of leave them hanging and then say comments and then put your keyword. Okay. I'm going to put a little bit of meat to that. Okay. So for example, you could say, do you want the latest five tips on how to sustain your weight loss goals? Right. There you go. If you do, people are like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Then you would say comment weight loss, weight loss below. Mm-hmm. We'll send you these five tips for free. Yeah. Okay, so someone goes down to the comment section, types in the very word weight loss. Now, we might in the chat bot, um, you know, uh, know that someone's going to hit weight space loss Mm -hmm. and maybe weight loss altogether or they're going to misspell it. Or they're going to put some exclamation marks (laughs) or or quotation. People do weird things. In some way. So you're going to account for that in the Mm -hmm. chat bot. And then what happens? What's the immediate delivery from that? So from there, that's when enter the chat bot. They will, um, the chat bot triggers the message to the individual from your page so it looks like someone is sending it and this is completely customized so in this in this scenario that you're kind of painting the picture for it would say hey and then or hi or whatever you want your greeting or, to be hey uh, yeah. maybe maybe a wavy emoji okay. you can you can use emojis in okay. these things kind of fun um, and then you can actually um, put in filler um, that they can pull from Facebook so I would put in their first name and uh, the chatbot would detect the first name and put that in and then you may ask a question you may say, hey, are you interested in receiving those five tips? Or you may right away just be like, hey, thanks for showing interest. Here's the link to our five tips. Um, But what that is doing is it's sending a message directly into their inbox. And they feel like, wow, someone took the time to to communicate with me. Someone took and sent this message. And here's the thing about Facebook Messenger. A lot of people don't go in and turn their notifications off there. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people have their notifications turned off for everything else. Email, mm-hmm. um, even text messages sometimes. But Facebook Messenger is one of those things where it's more of a hassle to turn off your notifications. Mm-hmm. And so, some people don't even know how to do exactly, it. Exactly. Let's not mention how right, you do it. Right. <laughs> so they get that ping right away um, that they've been sent a message and mm-hmm. uh, then they then they get to click on your link. Yeah. And you can, you can have a, these can be really simple from what I just mentioned to you can have a whole string, long mm-hmm. conversation with someone where your chat bot is saying something because they said something or they answered a certain way or a certain button was clicked. Mm-hmm. So what you can do with these, you can build them out to be really complex or really simple. Um, you can include images, you can include buttons, um, you can do a lot with them. You can include include um, dot, dot, dots. Mm, so it looks it like looks someone's like typing. Oh my gosh, don't give away end. all our secrets. I, it's, just, it's just so, it's so interesting and it's so intriguing and can really do so much for your business. Like I said, for engagement, for removing the link, but also there's this personal element of relationship building. Mm-hmm. Um, you're kind of giving someone something in a non-spammy way. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you create a, a conversation using a chatbot, like I said, they're like, whoa, some, they're taking the time to be helpful to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, and we always say, always be helpful. Right. And that's exactly what your chatbot is doing for you. Right. And so we talk about being helpful first before you sell something. But it is an opportunity sometimes to sell something right. in the appropriate way right. with the chatbot. So, for example, let's go back to our weight loss one, which I just picked because that's, you know, obviously that's going to be like something that someone goes, if they're in the market for that, they're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, if you're in the market that. for that, it's like, that, I, I think we could apply this very easily to shoes too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So obviously it's about that persona. Are they interested in this? And here's the other thing. If I was not interested in weight loss, I would not 
not have commented. Therefore, I just Mm self-selected, you know, as a persona, I self-selected into your format, right? right? Into your content. Okay, so let's take that a step further. Yeah, you can build rapport. Maybe the second thing could be also I'm going to give you something else. Oh, and also here's an ebook that Mm -hmm. tells more about it. Right. We could send them to a landing page. Well, on that landing page, it could be a very significant, very valuable ebook, and they give up their email address directly for us. Right. Or I could send, you know, are you interested in a $50 coupon? Type yes if you are. And just for example, I could just immediately send them the coupon. Mm -hmm. But is that really relationship building? Right. Should I just ask permission first? Because we are making it feel like it's a person. Are you interested? You know, if you're interested in this, if you type in yes, we'll send you a customized, you know, coupon with a code. And so there's a lot more to it. So when you talk about like how complicated it can be, yes, it can. But I love where you're tying it into your third point here about Mm -hmm. it being really about building a relationship. Right. So tell us a little bit more about that. Like how, you know, why why is that, uh, why is relationship building so ex- important in social anymore? Well, I feel like people have to have a tie to your brand these days. They're so... Uh, Things are being duplicated right and left, um, and it is really important for a consumer to have some sort of personal tie to your brand in whatever way that is. Um, so we have, we're, I'm, I'm constantly being challenged with different ways to be clever on social media and develop um, a relationship with people that are on the other side of a screen that we may never, ever see. Um, But we have to make ourselves stand out differently and appeal to our audience in a different way. And I think chatbots really do that um, because they're taking it out of the feed, out of the, well, I I hope someone sees this into into an inbox where you're having a conversation with a real person. And while the chat bot is automating it, you still crafted those messages. Like you don't need to feel bad about this. You're not tricking anyone into anything. Really, it's being smart. It's using automation and saving yourself time to start these relationships with hundreds of people. Well, you're also taking the opportunity that's been given to you. The Mm. person has raised their hand and said that they're interested. And if we know anything about brain science, it's that if you don't deal with that interested party right right then and there they will be gone how many times have you started looking at something no i'm looking for a pair of shoes i'm looking at this okay that's interesting oh there's this great deal okay someone comes to my office goes you know something else and I'm off to something else. Or if you're at home on the weekend, we talk about right. B2C world. You know, I was I saw this ad on Facebook. Oh, so cool, so cool. Then I talk about it. Then somebody walks in and, you know, I got to go, you know, do something for right. my kids or pick Happens my kid up. And, and it's gone. And because I didn't have that, like, oh, here, here's what you could do about it now. You know, how many times have I been scrolling through social and I take a screenshot of mm-hmm. something? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go look that company up. That looks really cool. But I didn't interact with that company, so that company didn't send me an offer right then in order to act on my real, like, expressed desire Mm -hmm. to connect with that company. And I, if you look at my photos, it's almost embarrassing. (laughs) How many times I'm like, oh, we love that. Look at that. Oh, look at that. I'll buy that. Oh, my mom would love this. Or but. But because it wasn't engaging, it didn't do it for me in the yeah. moment. The few few times that someone has sent, sent me a chatbot, it has worked. Yeah. You know, and it's me immediate. Too. Me you too. Know? I've been, yeah, they. I've been totally, like, caught up in, and I know it's a chatbot, but still I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I said yes to this thing or that I was interested, and now I've got this offer. And now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I get $20 off if I purchase? Like, yeah, if I wouldn't have commented that thing, maybe I wouldn't have made the purchase, but I also went and got $20 off. Right, so. exactly. And this comes back to really our mindset and our philosophy about inbound marketing, mm-hmm. that we 
we shouldn't be interrupting, that we should be attracting people. So if we put out a, an ad or a post or a comment mm-hmm. that is attracting the right person we're trying to get, now we're just serving the right person we're trying to get. We're not putting ads out there, which is a different way of of handling social, which is to broadcast and then ads to boost your broadcast. This is more intimate and more directly helpful and useful to your most ideal client who's self-selected. Right. And we are, you know, right now we're talking a lot about products, but this can be, this can be about anything. This can be about a resource. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were talking about tips to lose weight. That's not, that's not a product that someone is trying to sell. So if you're looking at it, if you're like, well, well, I'm, you know, that doesn't be salesy. Yeah. Yeah, Or that doesn't apply to me. If you just want to be helpful and get a free resource um, in front of someone, you can still use what we're talking about right now is a chatbot that is triggered by a Facebook comment. But with with platforms like Minichat, you can build your audience. And what you can actually do is loop back around and then send out a broadcast, send out a message to all these people and said, hey, you know, you showed interest in this before. Here's we have we have another resource for you, mm. and um, they have the option. Just like you, back in the day, you would be part of those text message campaigns or an email campaign. You always have the option to opt out. And they know that you you um, you are explicit in your language, and they can opt out. But a lot of times, opt out rates are very low because going back to what you said. They chose to be a part of the sequence, which means they're interested and the likelihood of them saying, I don't want this anymore is actually pretty low. And if you provide helpful information, why would they want to leave? Right. Okay. This kind of comes back to another mindset thing about automation Mm. (laughs) and why we are huge proponents proponents of marketing automation. Every place you can automate, do. When you can personalize automation, do. (laughs) So this is our whole mindset. Um, And I think a lot of people think, oh, automation, like a robot taking over. How about Mm -hmm. automation? Now I'm freed up to to truly do something dynamic, to pick up the phone and call someone who is very close at the end Mm -hmm. of their process or that I truly can help. So it's about really seeing Uh, what kinds of things are mundane, what kinds of things can be automated Mm -hmm. um, so that you can focus more on the more engaging um, pieces. So automation is a huge, huge thing. But tell me a little bit how you've seen people even use it for customer service. Yeah. So I've actually seen people use chatbots to answer frequently asked questions. So if you've played around with Facebook Messenger at all, you know that they are actually building out their messaging platform where you can um, you can put in questions. So when someone opens the your their little like send, send this person a message uh, to your business profile, there will be some pre-populated questions that the business has already put in there. And with Minichat, you can take that a step further so that your chatbot is asking are answering those frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. So, are you open on Memorial Day? Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I tell people even all the way back about websites. Right. Your website should be a tool that people use mm-hmm. that can automate things for you. Right. Seriously, I was just talking with someone today and I'm just a quick call looking over their website with them. I'm like, well, where are they supposed to call you? oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they could go from the website to Facebook and blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, not going to happen. not going to happen, yeah. <laughs> you know, so this idea of your your website should be a tool. It should be actually a salesperson mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And if you're spending money on, you know, on it, 
it, it should be doing something. Right. So what are the questions that you kind of are sick and tired of answering yes. that are so mundane, so basic? Automate them. Automate them. And not only, it's not it's not because you're like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to talk with those people. Those people don't want to talk with you yeah. to get those dumb, and they want obvious it, questions. They want their answers quickly. Now. <laughs> yeah, they want them. We're, we're living in that world. Yeah. They see that message button. They're going to press it. They're going to ask their question. And, and honestly, if someone doesn't respond within an hour, they're going to be upset. But as a business owner, as if someone, if you have a, you know, a nine to five person in your office running your social media, and it's not their job to answer questions outside of business hours, that means someone's question is sitting there possibly right. to the next day or over the weekend. When you automate that process... Then no one has to worry about it. Right. There's no sure. stress. For sure. Okay. Well, let's get on to technical because you and I, we, we're, we're sold. We know what it does. And right. I do think that we got over the biggest objection people have, which is, oh, it's so salesy. It, listen, <laughs> it isn't if you aren't. Right. That, yeah. <laughs> it's a reflection of you, your values, and how you want to help people. So, you know, maybe you, you thought that, you know, uh, a website was too salesy. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? You can't live without one. Right. You know, maybe, yeah. you know, so maybe people thought the telegraph was all up in your face. <laughs> what? It's delivered to my house. How, how rude. Get out of here. <laughs> so, you know, get with the times, people. But uh, you mentioned that one of the uh, platforms that we use that we prefer is ManyChat. And right. I remember when I first heard this years ago, I was like, what? And it's M-A-N-Y chat. Not many. No, it's not many, like M-I-N-I. Like tiny. Okay, tiny. Yeah. No, it's many. M-A-N-Y chat. So if you're interested, go look it up. We are not paid to say this. No. So no. just in all, <laughs> for right. all transparency. So, you know, people ask us all the time, should I pay for these services or can I get them for free? So tell us a little bit about sure. what you suggest. So I think if you're starting out, uh, get a free account, whether it's ManyChat, there's a few other really great platforms out there. Start free, build your first bot, watch a YouTube video on it, try it out, see if it's something that you're interested in. Um, like, yeah, you can always start for free. So do that first. And then if it, if you do think it's something that can be really beneficial, a lot of these platforms do offer paid versions where you get a few extra um, capabilities like collecting people's email addresses. Dun, through, dun, dun. Yeah, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, so you can build your email list using these chatbots. So if you, if you start getting in there and playing around, you're like, this could be really valuable to me. Then, yeah, pay, upgrade, do the thing. But you can do a lot for free with yeah. these. So when and I say that it's truly like a free organic boost to use a chatbot. It really is. You're not paying anything. <laughs> well, I asked you when we were going to start this chat, could you come in and kind of end our after our chit chat about mm-hmm. uh, about um, messenger marketing in with some some top tips like Ashley, you're the social media guru. You're out there, you know, a uh, road warrior talking <laughs> with our clients, training their teams, uh, also coming up with interesting, creative ways that we can use it differently mm-hmm. every time. But what are, if someone's getting started, what are some top tips that they should watch out for and uh, avoid a few pitfalls? OK, so I have four for you. OK, cool. OK, number one um, would be and we kind of touched on this already, but personalize, but also watch your grammar. Um we're fighting against spam here, really on social media in general, email too. But we're fighting against people that are that are um, out to get things from people, personal information. So you want to make sure that, again, you are being you. You're being authentic here. So anytime that you can use someone's first name, make sure you're using commas right, that you're <laughs> using punctuation. Um, because this, even though this isn't a public message, it's not a post, it's not on your website. It's a message into someone's inbox, but 
that could still be the difference on if they're going to buy your product, if they're going to buy into your service, if they're going to respond to you. Um, because anytime you spell something incorrectly or put a comma in a wrong place or don't use a period, that's really a ding against your business. Oh, my gosh. Okay, two things. Somebody told me one time, oh, we like to every once in a while misspell something or put bad grammar so that people think it's a real human. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is about the dumbest Ouch, thing I've ever heard. That hurts. Said, you know, that is so, like, I would never do that with my brand and no, let something come no. off in any way shape or form less professional and the other thing is no joke today me and Layton uh, were sitting in a meeting with a videographer and we were finishing some touch-ups and adding a little bit of stock uh, video to just kind of over you know to in, in, finish out a, a video project it's like oh that'd be really slick we seriously went in into one video and the person was writing the word that we wanted to and then making like a you know it's a stock video right, can you right. say it is what it is you know <laughs> it's going to be on the screen for three seconds they spent spelled the word government wrong on the video that's for sale as a stock photography on oh, a professional site. Well, here's the thing. If we hadn't been sitting there and going, and he seriously writes it out and misspells it, and Leighton and I looked at each other, does that look right? Like, no, that, no. That's not, no, that's not how you spell government. And seriously, it was just hilarious to us that, oh you know, gosh. here we as professionals were grabbing something right. to help a client and we choose something like that, think about what that would have put our brand and our client's yeah. brand on oh the line. So, no, it's not okay to um, to just think, oh, it's a little private yeah. message. I'll just be real quick with it. Yeah. No, have someone else look at it, watch yes. your grammar, and, yeah. and make sure it's make sure it really delivers the kind of professional legitimacy right. you demand. Totally. Okay, number two. So I've been saying this this thing is free, and yes, it is. But if you are familiar with social media at all, a little money is going to take you that much further. So if you want to see your chatbot, you know, go the extra mile, I suggest uh, starting it off with a boost, not running an ad, just starting a boost. And this could be small. Honestly, throw fifteen dollars behind it or throw a hundred dollars behind it but i suggest boosting it for a single day um, because what that is going to do is really start to get you interactions if it if it's a chatbot that is triggered by a comment on a post um, and then the comments will take care of themselves once you get into 50 comments then they'll just start rolling and all of a sudden you'll be like great i have 300 comments this is awesome right because the point of it is that the it, that the action of commenting breaks the algorithm exactly. but you've got to start the yes. action you need first yeah. that reaction and if you you don't have the following that is going to get you, you know, a couple hundred comments, then you you kind of have to pay for it in the beginning. And you you won't have to do that once you've been running these chatbots and as you grow your your social following. But sometimes in the beginning, you just need a little extra push. But like I said, you can start small. $15, that's, that's easy. Okay, these are good. Okay, yeah. number three. Okay, number three. <laughs> um, always have a CTA. This goes back to always being helpful. Oh, you, wait, you use jargon, a call to action. Oh, sorry. Okay, Thank go you. ahead. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> always. Yeah. Always have a call to action here um, because even though you're having a conversation with someone, you need to be helpful to them. So whether you are leading someone to buy a product or take a quiz or join your email list, your chatbot should always have some sort of link or button to take them Um and this goes back to you not owning them when they're on Facebook. You don't own that contact. How do you nurture them into a contact that you do own? Push them towards your website in some sort of way. Okay, I love this, but I'm going to add one piece to it yeah. is that a lot of people get so excited about their campaign or so like, you know, sometimes we have clients that they just they want to do everything in one post. And I love what you said. Have a call to action. Be sure you have one. But can we just say have a 
call to action. Mm, <laughs> because yeah. when you give someone a link and give a and comment right. and like us and this and that people don't know what to do. No. And in the face of confusion, people shut down and yeah. brains turn off. Yeah. So understand neuroscience enough to know, mm -hmm. give us one clear next step. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Okay. And then my last point, which I'm ending on this one because I think it's the most important. You need to know your buyer persona and you need to take them through the buyer's journey. You get a gold star, <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> this is just so important. Um, you know, we mention personas in everything we do because it really is, should be at the base of every single thing you do and chatbots are not outside of that. Mm. So um, when you're thinking about about this if you crafted the right post that is that's required or asking someone to comment something and that in ideally it's your ideal buyer persona that's dropping that comment then how would you want to interact with them if you got to have a conversation with them? That's what your chatbot should be doing. So take them through the nurturing process. Don't jump the gun as soon as they message you. Don't try to start selling them things. You have to think, okay, was my post was it in the awareness stage? Do mm -hmm. I need to uh, be helpful in the beginning and sell something later? Think through that. Don't don't be misleading in these messages. Don't say, I want to offer you a free resource, and then you send them a message that's like, here, buy this thing. Mm -hmm. th that is misleading, and mm -hmm. it's not going to be helpful, and you're not going to turn someone into a customer that way at all. And chatbots also, just for example, they're also people who – possibly have bought from you in the mm -hmm. past. They are part of your fan right. base to, with the way they start out. Right. So you have to be careful there too. And one thing I'd add about that, besides saying absolutely persona <laughs> work, you have to also think about a business concept we have, which is CTAC, which is the cost to acquiring a customer. Mm -hmm. So here we've done all this work on chatbots and yes, okay, it may be free. You may be using the free thing, but your time is not free. Mm -hmm. And your resources of developing the persona are not free and everything. And all the, the, all the efforts that you're making and even adding maybe the boost. So there's a cost to acquiring that new customer. And if you get them and they're on the chat and now you just lose them, and either they don't buy or something happens next, they get hit smacked in the face with something that is a bait and switch, mm -hmm. then you just wasted your money. Right. So, you know, there's also a good financial reason why you need to be genuine and true to your personas. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That was the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> that I know this is a lot of information. It can get really technical, but all you need to know is chatbots can be extremely useful and actually really personal. Um, and I think they're just, a sh they should be a part of your marketing strategy. So look mm -hmm. them up, um, reach out to us. We want to know how you guys are using chatbots. So, um, and if you have any questions, maybe maybe we'll do a follow-up episode to this. Ooh, yeah. Hey, you know what we really want is an iTunes review. We would love so, that. Wouldn't that be awesome? You can give us uh, an iTunes review and maybe instead of uh, telling us how great we are um, and saying how much you love Ashley on this show, <laughs> and can you bring her back, please? <laughs> um, then maybe you could instead just tell us how you were using a chatbot or give us an additional question. Yeah. And... I'll pull Ashley into the booth again, and whenever we're ready to have a chat about what's new about something or what it is, what is, what are we thinking about the mm -hmm. next step in XYZ in social media? What should you know about, you know, whatever the next trend yeah. is? 
we're happy to do it. But, um, you know, give a little, get a little. Yeah. Enjoy our free podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That was some serious expert knowledge. So thanks, Ashley, for stepping into the podcasting booth and and just having a good time with this. I think, too, one thing that people see here is that there's a lot of creativity that Mm -hmm. can be explored with social. And it does not have to be mundane. And I know that that's your job day in and day out to come to our clients and bring something new and twist it and innovate. And uh, that is really the name of the game with really creating a very engaged social following. Yeah. Yeah. So from Ashley LeBlanc and Priscilla McKinney here at Ponderings from the Perch, happy Happy marketing. marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.